Nation. You're listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Light Band. Each week we take you around Austin P, the Athletics Department, and occasionally the OVC thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Light Band offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring. I am Casey Krager. He is Jacob Height. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that's ready to eat some Thanksgiving food next week. Jacob, how are you now? Good, and you? Ah, not so bad. They're, they're the first first guest host to get that intro right. Perfect. Uh, that was apparently Alex Allard, Max Parker, everybody else, whoever's been on the podcast, not up on their letter, Kenny. Uh, Colby and me appreciate that. Shout out those boys up north. Hey, got to watch out for those boys. Jacob, guest host number five. It's been a long time coming. You've been, uh, you've been fighting to get on the show. I've been telling everybody that will listen that I want to be on the podcast. I, I listened, and here you are, and... I don't know how we didn't get you on sooner. I mean, you're the best dressed guy in the office. Thank you. Got Thank the best you. wardrobe. I don't know. You're, you're like running Austin P Vintage Store. Yeah, I just kind of just go to the bookstore and just kind of ransack the place. I think you're the. No, I, I've literally never seen anybody else wear these vintage things you get. I think you're just making them in your like you're just in your bedroom sewing all night. No, I'm actually making my girlfriend do that. So. Ah, she sews all your clothes. Indeed. Hand stitched Austin P Vintage apparel. No question. Hit me up if you need some. <laughs> you got the best hair in the office too. It's long. It's in charge. It's a statement. It is a statement, and it wins. I appreciate it. I get mixed reviews sometimes on it. Who, who's giving you mixed reviews? I don't know. Maybe my boss, Sarah. Sometimes. Not oh, the she, favorite. She doesn't like the long hair? Not sometimes. Oh. But, hey, we make it work. We so make we're it still work. Here. It's, it's, I mean, with the vintage wardrobe, just the best-looking dude in the office. Thank you. Got Thank a girlfriend, you. though, so sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. The other thing you do... That, I mean, best in the OVC. Got the smoothest replays in the league. Hey, I was on ESPN too. Shout out John Morant. Shout out Murray State. I guess you're the not now not just the like the TV replays. We're talking like the review replays. Review replays. Like the important replays. Yes, we we talking about game deciding decisions. You come over to me. I got you. What? How did you get into that job? Like, one. What do you do? Break that down for me. So uh, it was my freshman year. I had just started working with Sarah. And basketball season's rolling around in that crossover period, and she was looking for somebody to help her original replay tech. I guess I was just going to be an assistant. I kind of just helped him out that first year, and then after that, she decided to just go with me. And the process of it is kind of, it looks really complicated on the screen and stuff. There's a lot of buttons moving around everywhere, a bunch of different angles, but the refs kind of just come over to me. They'll say, rewind to play at 1242. And then they're looking at the two or three. I'll pull it up and then zoom in for them, show them if that foot's on the line, and then we keep it moving. There you go. There you go. Well, let's talk about some basketball. We haven't had any men's home games in a minute. Not in a minute. It has uh, been. The men have been on the road. They lost on Friday at Southern Illinois, 73-55. They lost on Tuesday, a close one to Purdue-Fort Wayne, 65-60. to That first one, you had Elijah Hutchins-Everett score 19. Caleb Stone-Carewell had 18. Uh, Hutchins-Everett ended up winning OVC co-freshman of the week. He averaged 18.6 and a half rebounds. 
Uh, Tariq Silver had 15, and Stone Carroll had 13 against Fort Wayne. They've got some pieces. They just got to put them all together at once. Exactly. Yeah, they're young. They are very young. In, even the older guys, it's their first time playing with. Like they're still. They've mm-hmm. been together for what three or four months. Exactly. It just, hasn't been much. You just got to put the pieces together. Drew Calderon had 12 against Purdue Fort Wayne. The Mastodons. Mm-hmm. All from all three. from three. Boy can shoot it. He can't stroke it. Don't don't let him get hot from out Absolutely there. Absolutely not. Some ma- some wild mascots. They play the Salukis and the Mastodons. Isn't that wild? And like then we got the governors. Old Egyptian dog and then extinct elephant thing. That's how us mid-majors do it. Listen, we love it. The Governors, the Salukis, the Mastodons. Uh, the women's team played some normaler mascots, the Bears and the Lions, you know. kind about of that boring. women's team? Kind Looking of nice, right? Looking good, though. They're just terrorizing teams in the paint. Outscored Pikeville 60-24 to in the paint for a 78-49 to win. Take away everything the Govs did outside the paint, and they still win by 11. No kidding. Uh, on Tuesday, they beat future A-Sun opponent, North Alabama, 78-54, to 46-22 in the paint. Carly Pace has led the Govs in scoring each game since transferring in from East Illinois. She had 18 against Pikeville, 17 against North Alabama. Yamiah Johnson had 16 and 14 in those two games. And then Lyric Cole had 10 in the first one. Nia DeLeon DeGrone had 10 in the second. They're scoring from all over the place, but you know that Pace and Johnson are going to give you the points. We've seen that for the teams we've played against the past couple years. Yeah. And I much prefer them scoring for, for us. us. Yeah, Absolutely, no. no kidding. Carly Pace is like fourth in the league at scoring. She's like a 5'6 guard, and she's second in the league in blocks, too. I don't think yeah, anybody she gets saw, after it. Nobody saw that coming. No, absolutely not. When I'm, when I'm sitting here writing about Carly Pace, it's like, oh, you know, three-pointers, scoring, yeah. assists, couple rebounds, not four blocks in three no, games. absolutely. She gets it done every aspect of the game. You did. You are from Clarksville. You saw her play in high school, didn't you? I did. She's actually uh, – we were actually in the same grade. Oh. So same age. So what was, it, what was she like in high school? Was she this good in high school? Oh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. For Rossview, she tore it up. She that's she just plays aggressive. She just gets around. She's going to get a bucket. That's what she She's does. a bucket's what she is, and she's been she's been doing it for the Govs. Much prefer to see her score for us. Absolutely. Uh, talking about scoring, the football team did a lot of it, and Tennessee State didn't do much of it at Nissan Stadium. 36-7 to win for the Govs, almost a shutout. Tennessee State did not score until their very last drive with, like, 17 seconds. Against, like, the backups, too. Yeah, congratulations. Good good work, guys. Uh, 16th and 17th interceptions of the season for the Govs. Jack McDowell and Troy Henderson had those. Jack recovered a fumble, too. Govs lead the FCS in interceptions. Tied for the lead in turnovers gained, I believe. Draylon Ellis threw two more touchdowns, a 51-yarder to Benico Hurley, a 50-yarder to Eugene Minner. He ran for a touchdown. Good to see him get the legs going again. Uh, OVC Offensive Player of the Week. Second straight week. He's a problem. Yeah, he is. He, he got his mojo. Draylon Ellis. He's got a swagger back. Yeah, he does have a swagger back. No interceptions this game either. You That's love to the see key. That. He, that little cold stretch, mm-hmm. he was turning the ball over. Yep. And four sacks, I'll live with it. Maybe he's holding on to it, but he's not throwing it up there for anybody to grab. Right. I'd, I'd rather take four sacks than throw a pick. Yeah, exactly. Uh Special teams, too. we got to talk about my oh guy, my Maddox Trujillo. Hey, he shout works out my for, student worker. He's your student worker. Yes, shout out my student Jacob's worker. Jacob's student worker, Maddox Trujillo. Field goals of 42, 44, and 39 yards. OVC specialist of the week. The 44-yarder is the second longest kick by a governor at Nissan Stadium. He gets it done. Listen, your, your boy is your boy's three field goals away from setting the single-season Austin P. field goal record. Buddy has a leg. He's got a leg. He don't miss. He doesn't miss. So consistent. Love to see it. He's gonna. See, he's he's also on pace to set the field goal percentage record for a single season. Uh, we'll stay with special teams first. Dre McCray blocked a punt, returned it for a touchdown. He then he went and got four catches for seventy yards and a big forty-five yarder. He's the OVC newcomer of the week. Second straight week. week. Yeah, 
Dre McCray is a problem. Uh, hadn't seen him do much on special teams this year, and he said, nope, we're going to go block this punt. Yeah. And when he blocked that punt, game was over. All effort. Tennessee All effort. State, its quarterback got hurt on that drive. Uh, you didn't you didn't want to see Hickbottom go down. He's their best player. But when Hickbottom goes down and two plays later, McCray blocks the punt for a touchdown, ball game. It was over. Yeah. And Troy Henderson, the defense. Henderson had six tackles, two tackles for loss of sack. Quarterback hurrying a pick. Uh, he was he led the defense, I'd say, but Kobe Perry led the way in tackles. He had seven of them. All of them were solo. He doesn't need any help bringing you down. No. He hits he, you hard. He hits you hard. He hits you often. He If he, Kobe Perry hits you, one, you're going to feel it. Two, you're going to hear about it. Yeah. He's going to let you know who hits you. Yeah, no question. He is very animated, and that's why we love him. You won't forget that Kobe Perry hits you. And uh, the Tennessee Tech volleyball team is not going to forget the Austin P volleyball team putting it on him in the first round of the OVC tournament. That's how us Lady Govs do it. We'll, t- we get, we'll take it back a week real quick. We'll talk about the first the final week of the regular season. The Govs dropped the Friday match at EIU. The positive there is Tegan Searing came back. She had 11 kills, and she's back just in time for the OVC yes, tournament. that's good to see. The Govs bounced back with a win 3-1 to one on Saturday. 19 kills for Brooke Moore, 10 for Kayla Jackson, 9 more for Tegan Searing. Get Tegan, Brooke, Kayla Jackson, Michaela Powell and this team going, and they're going to be a problem. That's That's scary. what everybody was saying. That's, that's what scary. they were saying. Guess what? Brooke Moore, Michaela Powell, first team all OVC. Yep, and they showed it. They I mean, it's it Brooke Moore's first first-team selection. She previously had two second-team selections. They're the eighth and ninth players to be all of EC under Taylor Mott. And Brooke Moore is the third player in program history to be all of EC three times joining Ashley Slay and Kristen Stucker. Well, all of that led to today. It is Thursday morning. The Govs have just beaten Tennessee Tech in the OVC Volleyball Championship. They were down 24-20 to 20 in set one. And then we came back. And then Taylor Mott said, Forget about your four-point lead. She said, uh-uh. Nope, not today. It's obviously turning The Govs bounced back to win the first set, 27-25. They dominated the second set, 25-15. The third set, a little closer, 25-19. Never really a doubt in that one, though. Michaela Powell, all OVC, led the way with 16 kills. Brooke Moore added 12 more kills, eight for Claire Darling. I don't think she – I feel like she hit 583, but I don't remember her missing one all day. No. She and was she just in the middle, just hammering, hammering just hammering balls. Uh, seven more for Maggie Keenan to round out the real the real big scores for the Govs. They hit 374 as a team. Uh, like ba- if you hit 374 in baseball, that's good. You hit it in volleyball, it's even better. No kidding. Uh, 567 in set two and 452 in the f- third set after a slow start. But man, they look good. They did look good. Michaela Powell springing off the ground. She can bounce. Yes, she can. Flying all over. Listen, if you let that team get hot right about now, you're in trouble because. They're the three seed, but they might be the best three seed this tournament's ever seen. No kidding. I'm very excited to watch them. They will play again tomorrow in the semifinals. We don't know who they're going to play yet because they played first this morning at 10 a.m. They said, we're going to start this yep. thing off with a bang. Well, you got anything else, Jacob? I don't think I do. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up here, and we're going to bring in uh, – we recorded on yesterday. It was his birthday, Matt Jocelyn Happy of birthday, the Austin Birthday. Happy birthday, Matt. We'll be right back right after this. Welcome back to the PCAST. Joining us today from the Austin P baseball team, it's a man you don't want to see in the batter's box if the bases are loaded. It's Matt Jocelyn. Welcome to the PCAST, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Glad to be here. Good to, good to have you. Uh, class is going good? Going well. Busy going today? Well. Uh, not too bad. Not no. too bad. All right. Let's get right into your baseball career here. Uh, your freshman year, you came in, 
and you were just a force at the plate with the bases loaded. Uh, you led the guys with a 350 average in OVC play. You were the OVC player of the week one time. Uh, two grand slams. One of them was a walk-off. Correct. Yep. Well, what, what was that? What was that first one like? Uh, the the first walk-off grand slam. Um, was it here or was it on the road? It was here. It okay. was here against SIU uh, Carbondale, the Salukis. Um, I'm pretty sure it was pinch hit in the bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, uh, two outs, two strikes. I think it was like a one-two count. Um, and I just remember hitting the ball, seeing the ball go to center field. I didn't think it was going to get out. I thought it was going to hit the wall. Um, and then it got out. I saw it go out as I was rounding first base. And at that moment, I honestly just blacked out. It was just like I had no idea what to do. I was just running around the bases. Um, and I'm sure you can ask some of my teammates or uh, watch the video. My celebration looked like I blacked out because I, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Gino did tell me to ask you about the celebration. He wants to know if you would change it if you could go back. Oh, for sure. What, for sure. What would you do? I would I would throw my helmet um, and I would probably do like – I would I would gritty down third base <laughs> down the third baseline. That's what I would do. Well, were you guys down? Were you were you down three or was it a or was it like a? Cause no, we were down two. Okay, we were down okay, two. Still, so yeah. you need you needed something big. Right. What about the other Grand Slam? When was? Because you had two in the same week, right? Right. The other one was at UT Martin in a series. Uh, it was a Sunday game, which I think that that Sunday game was a high scoring game. It was actually on Easter. We weren't supposed to play that day, but uh, Friday got rained out, so the series got uh, moved back a day. Um, I think the final score of that game was something like 18 to 14 or something that like that. That sounds about right. Um, and so that, that was pretty cool, too. That was pretty cool. Another pretty cool moment. You came in with uh, bases loaded, two outs in the ninth inning. You had a uh, two-run single to tie the game, four extra innings against number one Vanderbilt, and then you guys went on to beat Vanderbilt. What was that game like for you? you know, As a freshman. Th- right, right. As a freshman and growing up in Tennessee uh, – through high school and through summer ball and stuff, I've played at uh, Vanderbilt Stadium, and I was aware, like, I was comfortable with the environment, but knowing that Vandy is in the other dugout as opposed to like a high school team or a summer ball team was Facing a little bit Vandy different. with the Vandy pitcher a little different. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, going into the game, I didn't really expect to play that much. And then uh, I think it was like the third inning, I got uh, put in the game as a pinch hitter, um, and then I stayed in the game. My first at bat, I got absolutely sawed off, and uh, it was like a pop-up straight to the first baseman. Um, and then second at bat, I think it was a double off the wall. And then that third at bat, the game tying single um, was pretty cool. It was pretty cool uh, having, like, the Vandy fans around you clapping and stuff and trying – because obviously that would have been the last out of the game. Um, but it was, it was just a cool moment being able to get that hit and tie the game up and then uh, – in the next couple innings, we end up pushing pushing runs across, and Newby comes in and closes it out, which is pretty cool. It's a pretty good one. Uh, you played in some big moments in high school, though. You were a 2016 Class AA state champion in Tennessee. You were 3-for-3 three with three, 5 RBI and a home run to win that bracket and win the title. Right, right. So you're, the the big stage is nothing new for you? Uh, I would say. I just I just <laughs> trust my – I trust my uh, – I trust to stay calm. I don't really – let it affect me that much. I feel like that's that's the thing with you. You're always calm. You're not. You're no moment's too big for you. I don't think I've ever seen you get too high or too low. Mm-hmm. Uh, did having your father Kyle, he played basketball at Lambeth, right? Yes. Does yes. having a father, like a dad who was a college athlete, help you transition into college sports? Uh, it definitely helps. Um, he, I mean, he al- he always gave me pointers as to what to expect and to know that 
the time commitment that it has. Uh, he was also, I'm a biology major. He was a biology major, so that really helped me out uh, academic-wise. So he, he, he knew a lot of the demands that I was going to have to to go through. Um, so that really helped me out. So we'll keep talking about your family. You have a brother. Correct. He's very tall. Yes. How tall is he? He is 6'8". Does he play basketball? Yes, he does, but he is only about 160 pounds. Okay. So 6'8", eight, imagine 6'8", 160 pounds, um, just a very skinny guy, but he, he loves basketball. He's always shooting around. He's always outside dribbling and stuff like that. How old is he at 6'8"? He's 16. <laughs> yeah. you got to get him on that weight program like <laughs> you. I know, I know, I know. Give Nate James a call. Get him, get him in the weight exactly, room. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he's he's got to do something. Did you play basketball? I did. I did in uh, my freshman year of high school, um, all the way up into my freshman year of high school. And then uh, after that, I just uh, decided to focus on baseball. But I still football or anything else. I played football one year uh, middle school, but that was it. No, not a football game. What position? Uh, Defensive tackle. I was I was I was going to guess like linebacker. No, no, I, I was not a big hitter. I was more of a more of an arm tackle guy. Just take so. up some space. Yeah, yeah. So you're at Spring Hill High School. Uh, I have a problem with Spring Hill High School. Okay. Uh, Spring Hill High School is SHHS. Science Hill High School is SHHS. You're the reason we could not use SHHS on standardized tests and always had to come up with some weird code. I, I firmly agree with that because every time I would look up, uh, like, baseball stats or athletic <laughs> stats for Spring Hill High School, I would type in SHHS, and it always pulled up Science Hill. Okay. So I have to type in the whole thing. So Spring Hill's got to change their name. That's the final answer. Uh, agreed. Okay. Agreed. Perfect. Glad we all agree on that. <laughs> Gino told me to ask you that when you see somebody you know, you call them parlay. Is this what, – what, what's up with this? Is this a pirate thing or what? No, no, no. There was a video. Um, I think it was Desi Banks or somebody that put it out on TikTok and, or uh, Twitter or something like that. And he would just call – everybody he saw in the video, he called parlay. So I would just – I just took that from him. So just, it's what's up, parlay? Like a, yeah, it's just kind of like, what's up, man? Like, what's up, bro? But parlay is the word. Yes, parlay. Okay. Uh, another question from Gino. He wants me. He wanted me to ask you, what is your dream job? My dream job. Well, right now I'm going through the physical therapy, applying to school process. So that's the number one. Um, number two would be, uh, I would love to do a field management job. Be like take care of turf and uh, turf or any any type of field surface that's just something that i really enjoy doing so like doing field jobs like some people say it sucks and that they hate it but i actually really enjoy it you just want to get out here and grow grass at grass at the hand exactly that's what i want to do we gotta just get you on the payroll next year plant some seeds you know see it grow water it a little bit oh <laughs> uh, so you're a biology major right right and you're going have you always known you wanted to do biology and go to pt school or is this something you learned later like in high school or when, once you got to college well originally uh well in high school i really enjoyed the sciences. I, I always hated math. I couldn't stand math and I definitely hated reading. Um, so I really, I really took to science and I really enjoyed biology and I took all those classes in high school. And originally I wanted to be a pharmacist and then I got to college and I took chemistry and I was like, okay, I don't want to do this because, uh, pharmacy school has a lot of chemistry and stuff like that. Um, so then I started thinking about other health occupations that I could do that would enable me to work hands-on with people and specifically with athletes or um, like geriatric patients because I really enjoy doing that because I see my grandparents 
having to go to the physical therapist and seeing the impact that it makes with them. Uh, so anyways, that's why I ended up deciding physical therapy was a thing for me because I was able to use my science background, help people, help athletes, um, and just help people through that avenue. So you're doing the interview process right now. What's that like? Where are you applying? Uh, what, what stages are you in for that? Uh, currently, I sent my application out to everybody, and now I'm getting interviews. Uh, I think I have four interviews lined up, which is a good thing. Um, I did one interview last week over Zoom, which was weird, but it was okay. Um, and this past weekend, I did an interview in person, uh, which I really enjoyed. Um, it's definitely something... It's something new to me because I've never had to do that before, like a professional interview where I have to show up and wear like a suit and tie and stuff like that. Um, I mean, the only other professional interview that I had to do was my recruitment to here. Um, but it's it's something that I've that I've gotten used to. The first time was definitely a little bit of a struggle, but it's getting better. So with PT school, after you're done, is it something you want to do? Like you own your own practice? Do you want to work at, like, uh, at a university, maybe with student athletes, something like that? You talked about working with older, older folks. What, what, what do you want to do? Uh, I would like to – I don't want to own my own practice just because uh, some of the physical therapists that I've shadowed have told me that it's a lot of paperwork um, that you have to go through with insurance companies, which I do not want to deal with. Um, so I'll probably end up trying to get in uh, – at a physical therapy place that works with specifically athletes or try to get in with a university where I can work out um, kind of like TOA here where they have their own specific physical therapists that work with our athletes. Um, I would like to do something like that or I would like to go into um, a corporate clinical setting uh, where I see ranges of patients from pediatrics all the way to geriatrics uh neurology uh neurological patients athletes just all sorts of stuff have you ever had like a big injury where you had to go to physical therapy or is this something you just uh you saw it you said that's what i want to do no see i never have but i never had a big injury where i ever had to do anything like that but just being around sports so much i know so many people that have gone to physical therapy because of injuries and stuff like that um so it's really just something that i chose it wasn't uh it wasn't caused by a big injury or anything like that. All right, last question here before we get into our rapid-fire questions. Okay. Why Austin P? You know, growing up in Tennessee um, my whole life, Austin P was never on my radar to come to school for some reason. I don't know why. And then it just so happened that my high school coach um, played at Austin P in the late 90s, early 1000s for a couple of years. So he was on some of those good teams. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, and so he actually played with A.J. Ellis while he was here, which is pretty cool. Um, but anyways, so that's how I got connected with Austin P. Um, and then Coach Jansen, I'm thankful that he decided to come out in the blazing heat in my summer games and watch me play and uh, ended up offering me, and I committed here. And then once I got here, I realized that um, a lot of other places, not throwing shade on anybody, but a lot of other places they bring in uh, like a lot of guys where they have to cut people and they have to send people on their way, even though that you, even though the athlete themselves committed everything to that school to go there. Um, but that's something that doesn't go on here. And I really, I really like that aspect because it's easier for people to bond as a family because you know, they're always going to be there. Um, and uh, that's just, the main thing why I 
chose Austin P and why I stay here and why I really enjoy it um, is the family that is, especially in baseball and I'm sure in other sports that gets formed between the players. Um, it's really something special and it's a nice bond to have. Coach Jansen said you're staying one more year before we started recording too. Yeah, he did. Exactly. <laughs> so you never know. So maybe PT school is getting put yeah. on hold. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. Let's get into these rapid fire questions. Uh, I, I got questions. You just give me your, give me your answer. When, what is your favorite word or saying? I think I might know this one. I guess I got to go with parlay because I just call everybody that. <laughs> What's the last book you read for fun? Oh, gosh, for fun. I couldn't tell you, but I did read a book in high school called The Alchemist, and it was a very good book, and it was a very good read uh, for anybody. What is your worst habit? My worst habit is definitely procrastination. I am a guy who waits till the last second to, to do an assignment. I get it all done, and I get a good grade on it. It's just I put everything off until the last minute, and I just have, like, Sunday, like Saturdays and Sundays are my absolute grind days, and I just have to push through it. Uh, do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? You know, I've, I, over the past couple summers, I've been a big walker. So 10 minutes is doable. 12 minutes is like for me, for me to get a mile in 14 minutes, I got to be absolutely moving. But so 10 minutes, I don't know, maybe. You're the first person not. to come here with actual facts on that. Uh, yeah. Park, Parker and Max don't think I can. I think I can. I think you could if you if you really if you I'm really just glad do you're it consistently. You're coming in here with some actual some evidence. Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is one rule in any sport that you would like to change or add, and why? One rule in sports that I absolutely hate, and this actually came into play this week in NFL: the tie in overtime. There should be no reason for a tie in overtime in the NFL in the regular season, in my opinion, because the rules that are applied in the regular season also need to be applied to the postseason, and you just can't have a tie in the postseason. That just wouldn't work. Imagine if the Super Bowl ended in a tie. Imagine what that offseason would be like. They just need the college overtime rules. Exactly. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I think getting rid of ties would make the NFL a lot better. Uh, what's one app on your phone that gets the most use? One app on my phone, I would say TikTok would probably be number one because I just sit there and I scroll and I ignore the TikToks that tell you to stop scrolling. Um, but another app is Facebook. I just love getting on Facebook and seeing what kind of crazy stuff is on there. Um, so, yeah. You're like the seventh straight person to say TikTok. <laughs> I believe <laughs> You're it. You're the first one to say Facebook, though. Uh, no, I really – like, it's, it's so crazy, but I'll go um, – for some reason, I always – I follow this, uh, or I like this page, or follow this page about Columbia, uh, which is where I grew up, Columbia, Tennessee, um, and it always just has some crazy stuff that happened, and I, I just, I don't know, I like the gossip. Uh, what's the last gift you gave somebody? <sighs> last gift I gave somebody, I gave my grandmother, um, for her birthday, I gave her a, uh, like a collage of pictures on like this wooden wooden frame um for her birthday what were the photos of it was of me uh and her other grandchild uh children uh my parents um and then yeah it's a good gift what's the most embarrassing song you love <sighs> embarrassing song i love i like i like i love some Nicki minaj songs uh super bass i love that song i can get into that song um and starships Nicki Minaj, just, she's, she's undefeated. 
if you could go to one one concert, who would it be and why? I would go to a. Oh man, I would probably go to a Rihanna concert. I really like her music too. Rihanna, I think and Nicki Minaj. Cool. I know combo concert. Love it. There you go. That'd be that'd be a good concert. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's the one place in the world you want to visit the most? I would like to go to uh, I would like to go out west um, and visit uh, Lake Tahoe and Crater Lake um, and go through Yosemite. Um, I'd I'd really like to do that. That's 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 pretty country out there, and I think that would be pretty neat to see. Just get you a big old RV and go. Exactly. There yeah. you go. That sounds like a good one. Uh, if you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? I would have Dak Prescott number one. Um, you had that one holstered and ready. Oh yeah, I was ready for that. One. Big <laughs> Dak Prescott. Are you a guy. Cowboys fan? Uh, Cowboys fan because of Dak Prescott. Oh, you're a Mississippi State guy. Yes, yes, Mississippi State guy. Um, so I'd have him over. Uh, I would have maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe a president. I'm not sure which one. Which one? You, you got to pick one. I don't know. I feel like a lot of a lot of people like, um, or a lot of people in Tennessee, I guess, like Ronald Reagan. So that would be probably be one of them. I'd like to ask to see like what he thought uh, in the times that he was president. I guess. Um, and then the third would be the third would be the the guy on TikTok. You know the, that does the he eats the random foods and he does that dance with his hands. I don't know that. I, this is terrible podcasting because I know you guys can't see the motion that I'm doing. But um, I would have that guy. What foods does he eat? It's just like some random combinations. He'll eat like, uh, he'll have like pancakes and put syrup on it, and then he'll put like some jalapenos or salsa or something on it. He'll just eat it. He'll just eat it. That's and then he'll it. do some like dance. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be pretty interesting. <laughs> That's the strangest group we've had, I think. <laughs> yeah, probably. Ronald Reagan, Dak Prescott, and TikTok dancing guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who or what inspires you? I would say um, my grandfather. My grandfather, he, uh, He's always been there for me through baseball and through life. Um, he's gone through a lot in his life. And whenever I was younger, even though at the time I never really realized how much it was that he went through. Um, now that I'm older, I do realize uh, that all the stuff that he went through, he was still there for us and still there for uh, my parents and my mom um, and all the grandchildren that he had. Um, so, yeah, that's somebody who definitely inspires me. He still texts Text me every day, um, and he always asks me how the Govs are doing, how the Govs are feeling. You know, he's a big uh, Austin P guy. Um, so, yeah, that would probably be him. What advice would you give your younger self? I'd give my younger self advice to have to not, not worry so much and, and have fun while you're in the moment because a lot of times people will tell you that, uh, it's over before you know it and then it goes by really fast um, so I, I would just tell my younger self to sit back and enjoy the little things and not be in such a rush or worry about what's going to happen you know next week or two weeks from now or whatever just enjoy the moment that you're in because you never know when you'll be back in it some very wise advice uh, last question comes from Delaney McKeon she picked you to be on the podcast yep, this week what I heard. if there was a movie about your life who would you cast to play yourself Cast to play myself, I would say I would choose Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Why? I just really enjoy his movies, and I feel like 
whenever I watch him, I could see myself doing the same things that he does. In the do you movies. think he could drop the Boston accent and do the Columbia, Tennessee? Oh yeah, probably. He definitely have to. I'm nowhere near as big as Mark Wahlberg, so he'll have to slim up a little, like muscle wise. He'll have to slim up his muscles a little bit to make his physique fit mine. No, I but. think you. I think you're good. You'd, okay, you, yeah. you just get bigger. Yeah. Oh, that works. There you go. I got you. Yep. All right. Last question. You get to ask next week's guest a question. What do you want to ask? Um, let's ask the next person's question. Let's ask them. What is uh, their favorite ice cream flavor? And if they don't say vanilla, then it should be vanilla. Big vanilla guy? Yes, big vanilla guy. Because vanilla is the most versatile out of all ice cream flavors because you can add whatever you want to it and it'll still taste fine. Whereas if you add um, gummy worms to chocolate ice cream, it would just be, it would no, it'd be no good. <laughs> That's how we're going to end this podcast. Vanilla ice cream. It's <laughs> versatile. <laughs> Matt, thank you for your time. It's been good to have you here on the PCAST, and we'll be right back right after this. Big thank you to Matt Jawson for taking some time, time out of his birthday day. Indeed. To uh, come talk to us on the PCAST. Good to catch up with him. But let's get right back into it. Let's talk about you some more, Jacob. Let's tell the people all about Jacob Hyde. He went to Montgomery Central High School right here in Clarksville. Shout out to the Indians. There's a big lake around your school. There is. That's all I know about it. It's very beautiful. It's, um, it's, we it's also different. have a farm. We, we have, have a farm, farm and a lake. Yes, a farm and a is lake. Is there anything in the lake? There are fish. Are there fish? They are fish. Is people it, do fish there quite often. Okay, have you ever fished there? I've never fished because I'm not a big fan of fishing. Okay, has anybody ever swam in the lake? Uh, yes, at our senior camp out, someone jumped in the lake. It's actually a pond, I guess, is what it really is, a pond. You guys ever, like, get a raft in there? Yes, actually, we put rafts in there, and they paddled around sometimes. I think for a STEM experiment, maybe they might have built, like, boats out of cardboard Neat. or something like that and paddled out there. It's kind of fun. Yeah, we're cool. We're innovative. I, I listen. That's all I know about it because I've driven past it a couple times. They yeah. got a lake, and that's I mean that's really all that's popping: the lake and the farm. We have goats and mean geese. If you walk outside the pods, well, the geese will get geese, you. They'll get you. They're very territorial. <sighs> Boy, they get after it. You play basketball at Montgomery Central. I was a little hooper. You I were guess. a hooper. I, I guess you're you're a tall guy. Ah. Uh. Not compared to everybody You're else. You're kind of long, though. You could get in the I'm paint. long and lanky, yeah. You get in the paint and do some lanes. damage, huh? Mm, I don't know. More slithery, I guess. You get up and throw it down or what? Definitely not. No, nope, big layup guy. Big layup Me guy. Too. Big crafty guy. You Dude, know what hey, I'm saying? Crafty finisher. Exactly. You got to think get smarter that 2K, not Got to get harder. that 2K badge. Yeah, got to get that slithery finisher badge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jacob. So now you're here at Austin P. You are the uh, uh, operations assistant. Yes, Yes, correct. that is your title. I know your title. Uh, what do you do? To break it down for the, I know what you do. Break it down for the people. Okay, so basically, any sporting ev home sporting event you come to at Austin P, I've set up for it. I've put tents where tents need to go. I've put tables with tablecloths where they need to go. I have masks and hand sanitizer for our COVID-friendly people. Um, I just make the thing. I just make the event happen. Um, during the event, I'm either working with student workers, making the event go by better. Uh, I talk to officials. I get officials set in locker rooms. I give them snacks. 
Um, I do a little bit of everything on game days, just kind of making the event go by smoother and making sure everybody has what they need. This is what you want to do for like, is this like you want to get a job in operations? No question. I do really do enjoy operations. You're, that's cool. That's good. We're glad to have you. You get everything where, you, hey, you're the director of getting stuff done. No question. You want to you get something done, you come to me, I'll get it done. You and Sarah get everything done. No question. Uh, last night, Colts back on hard knocks. Not back on hard knocks. Colts on, on hard, hard knocks. knocks for the first time. The first ever in-season season. hard knocks. Listen, they, they popped in about week eight, started filming. Got the Colts on hard knocks. The Colts had a little rough start, you know. They're yeah. just kind of bouncing back. They're That's five and okay. Listen, hard knocks shows up one and zero. No question. One and zero with hard knocks in the yeah, house. So we're gonna finish the season strong, listen, huh? Listen, the Colts, Colts are headed to the playoffs. Hard knocks is gonna document it. Uh, Carson Wentz, you gotta watch out. Don't let my boy get hot. The ankles seem to be all right now. Yeah, I since, guess. He, since he rolled them both yes. on the same play. They have gotten stronger. <laughs> they, He's running around. They couldn't get of. weaker. <laughs> they, that's very true. He's running around the place. Old Philly Carson Wentz. You know who else is running around? Old Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Best running back that you don't know about. No question. He gets it done in every aspect. I feel like he's catching the ball. He's running the ball. Listen, he's fast. Nobody realizes how fast he is. Yeah, he gets after it. I really do enjoy watching he, him play. He, he can play. He can play. Volleyball is going to play again tomorrow, too. Volleyball is going to play again tomorrow. The Austin P volleyball team, which we already talked about, won their opening match of the OVC tournament. They are back in action tomorrow against the winner of Moorhead State and Belmont, Correct. who will start playing in approximately seven minutes. It is 12-23 Central Standard Time on Thursday, November 18th. And they will kick off at 12-30. Got to let the people know what time it is. Uh, so 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon against the winner of Belmont and Moorhead State. Then they win that one. 6 o'clock Saturday night championship at Hawk Fieldhouse in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. If you're not watching the Govs play football on Saturday at Fortera Stadium, pack up the car, get to Cape Girardeau, 6 o'clock. Maybe if you want to go down the night before, get a nice room at the Auburn Place Hotel. Maybe. I like the Auburn Place. You should stay there. You could play some ping pong. They got a little fountain in the middle. They have a beautiful flagpole to fly the Gov. You could fly the Gov at the Auburn Place. You Listen, win Friday. You could, might as well go down right now. Watch the Friday afternoon match. Have a nice night at the Auburn Place. Get some nice food in Cape Girardeau. I don't know where. I don't I'm know sure where. I'm somewhere. sure they got great I only know where to stay. Yeah, I've exactly. there before. You We're not up, traveled. You hang up and you hang up. Mm. You hang out. You hang out. You hang out in Cape Girardeau all day. I don't know what you do. You have fun. You have fun. You, you find something fun to do. You fly the Gov. You get ready for a 6 o'clock volleyball match, and you go. Get after it. I don't know why we're not going right now. I'm, we I'm out the door right now. Right, we got football. We have That's football. true. Yeah. If you're not us. If you're not us and you're not working at the football game, go to Cape Girardeau. Or go to the football game. Do both. Do both. Pick one. No, both. I don't know if you can do both. Two o'clock football, six o'clock volleyball, three hour drive. We got to dedicate. Listen, if you're, you got to pick one or the other. And we recommend that you pick, pick one. Pick one. Pick one of them. Uh, basketball teams, you won't be watching them at home this weekend either. Uh, the men are gonna they're gonna play once this once in the next week. They got a uh, yeah. I was looking at the schedules like oh one basketball yeah, game before the next podcast. Uh, Saturday one o'clock against Dayton, Dayton at Dayton. The Flyers are one and two with back to back losses. They dropped the one point game to UMass Lowell and then they got done up by 19 points at home against Lipscomb. A Sun. Yeah, future A Sun team. Interesting. Listen, listen I, you don't you expect Dayton to be good in basketball? Mm-hmm, but Lipscomb's no slouch. Obi Toppin's not walking through that door, but yes, this is true. But you expect Dayton to be good at basketball. Lipscomb is no slouch, but you don't expect Dayton to lose at home. They're usually pretty good there, and uh, you would love to see the guys go up there and grab a big road win against the Flyers. That would be huge. I think they got TCU after that one. Yeah, at TCU, it's a tough one. We you got know? a we got a grueling road schedule coming up. Tough road slate for the men. Got to go up there and beat the Flyers up in Dayton. 
The women's team, they're going to go to a nice little arena, too. It's uh, some place called Hinkle Fieldhouse. Might have heard of it. They might have filmed, filmed the movie Hoosiers there. Maybe. Possibly. Uh, they're going to play Butler at 11 a.m. Saturday. The Bulldogs are 0-3 with three straight home losses. They lost to number eight Indiana. They lost to Western Illinois. They lost to Ball State. Listen, it's another one. Another team that's usually pretty good no, at home. No. Butler, Butler and Hinkle Fieldhouse, usually pretty good. Pretty good. So, you know, they were picked to finish last in the Big East. That doesn't mean too much to me. They're still Butler. They're still playing at home. Be a big win, though. Would be a it big win. It would be win. a big win, and it will be a busy day Saturday because all that, the men playing a day in the volleyball well, championship maybe, and then the football well, team. Hosting Tech. Hosting Tech. Senior day, wrapping up the season against the Golden Eagles. Uh, you're not playing for a playoff spot, and that stinks. It does stink. But you're playing to send the seniors out with a win, and you're playing to finish with a winning record. If you don't know, Austin Peay's historically not very good at football. That's correct. The winning, the winning seasons are few and far between. We got to stack them when we can. Listen, if you can get a winning season, you get it. Yes. That, that is motivation enough for me. No question. Listen, Tennessee Tech, uh, there was three and seven this season. I think they've won one OVC game. Don't take them easy, though. No, no you, question. Listen, you got to come out. You got to go ready to go. Let's send these seniors out with a win. The Nashville Predators are going to be in the house, too. Smashville. It's Smashville meets Stashville. You love to see it. Mayor Durant has made uh, Saturday, November twentieth, National Predators Day in Montgomery County. So, really, yeah, big day, big, big day. day. Listen, get out, see the Gov, see Nash, watch some football. If you come to the football game, when as soon as that thing's done, get to the house, fire up ESPN Plus, and hopefully, watch Taylor Mott and Company win another title. No question. No question. It's the last chance to see the Govs this year, so uh, you don't want to miss that. Oh, if you're a tennis fan, tennis. The tennis team will be getting their OVC championship rings. Uh-oh. Their second straight OVC championship. No question. Back to back. They get it done. They're all in the house. So get out the Forterra Stadium. Whole lot of reasons to come out and watch that game. In the meantime, Katie Etheridge, Riley Flinch, Morgan Mitchell, and Matthew Fitzpatrick for all your student athlete community service opportunities. There's one big one. Our uh, Austin P Volleyballs, Carly Graham, has been working with at Mayda Cafe this semester, and she's having a coat drive. Coats and jackets and backpacks are in high demand. Also, blankets, sleeping bags, shoes, socks, gloves, winter hats, scarves, and underwear would be a big help. There are bins set up in the Floral Academic Center to donate items. We will also be hosting a coat drive. It is a coat drive, but we will be having a night for the coat drive. December 5th, the men's basketball game being against Milligan uh, in the Dunn Center. There will be people accepting donations at that game. If you don't want to wait till then, Come to the Phil Rowe Academic Center, find somebody, give them to them. They'll get them to Carly Graham. We'll get them to Mana Cafe, and we will take care of that. We'll help some people out this winter. Uh, it's a good thing to see our student-athletes organizing their own code drives. No, yeah, that is great. It's a great organization, Mana Cafe. They do a lot of great things. It's great to see Carly Graham working with them. And people, please, just – Donate the coats. It does It does make a difference for real. It, it, old coats, you're not wearing them anymore. Exactly. Just get them out of the closet. They're just hanging in the closet. They will help somebody. Space. If they're taking up space in your closet, they can help somebody. And it, like I said, we love to see Carly Graham take some initiative and do this on her own. No question. Uh, it's a big thing. So you guys should help her out because she's trying to help everybody else out. Absolutely. Jacob, in the meantime, how can people follow us on social media? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P or our official Facebook page, Austin P. Governors. And there's all kinds of stuff on there. Uh, thanks to. This is where you give the shout out. Oh. You got to okay. shout out the squad here. All right, running back? Nope, nope. We're, we're live. We're oh, hot. we're live, baby. We're hot. Okay, shout out Sarah Robeson. Yeah, you got to She gets out. it done. You got to shout out the squad. Yeah, shout out Sarah Robeson. Hey, shout out Jamie Whitehead. That's your boy. Unsung hero, baby. He's he the gets, voice of the Gus volleyball team. Voice of the Gus volleyball team. 
And then shout out Robin, shout out Eric, shout out Carter, shout out all those guys that get we it done. We know the internal guy had to shout out the internal squad. Got to, got to. Listen, Them graphics had, have been nuts this year, He had Eric. to help out. He, he, had, he had to keep his side in the loop. No question. You want to come watch the guys on Saturday? Uh, yeah. You know what you're going to need? What are you going to need? You're going to need a ticket. You know how you get a ticket? How do I get a ticket? You get in touch with our ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell. He's got all the information you can use to get in the game. You give him a call at 931-221-PEAY, and guess what? He's going to answer on the second ring. Two rings, Johnny. I guarantee it. No question. Johnny Mitchell on ring number two. Basketball tickets are on sale. Get them now. You've got some time. The men are back in the Dunn Center on December 5th against Milligan. Bring those coats for Carly Graham's coat drive. And the women are back on December 12th against Bellarmine. So you got a few weeks. But you need to get on the horn. Give my boy Johnny Mitchell a call, and he'll answer on ring number two. I guarantee it. No question. And if you want to call him today or Friday, today or tomorrow, the 18th and the 19th, Get those football tickets. Get them now. You're going to want to see the Call them right now. Call Johnny Mitchell. If you're listening to the podcast, pause. Close Call. the app. Call Johnny Mitchell. Second ring. Second ring. You're Buy there. the tickets. Hit play on the PCAST again. And we're back. And we're back. We're back right now. And you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on our website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating and review on the podcast. What do we want? Five stars. We want all five stars. Give them to us. Uh, want to suggest a guest or new co-host? Let us know of a local or on-campus event we should shout out. Let us know your favorite fall activity. I said that last week, but uh, I forgot to change it. So, Jacob, what's your favorite fall activity? Favorite fall activity? Oh, it's definitely got to be going behind my house. I because I used to, you know, I live out by Montgomery Central. There's a yeah, lot yeah. of trees yeah, and things of trees. like that. So I just would walk out behind my house and just seeing all the leaves and stuff fall. It's amazing. I just love. I was walking into the Dunn Center this morning, and the tree right outside of our office had red leaves. It's awesome. That tree is ready for Sea Red Friday. Sea Red Friday. The tree's ready. It's ready. I'm, Everything I'm around campus is ready. That. Uh, I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's at height underscore Jacob. Shout out Jayla's dad. Shout out Steve Willis. Shout out Bud Jenkins. Shout out T. Mott and Company up in Cape Girardeau. Go get another ring, ladies. I'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Loving him is like traveling.